What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambod, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave, and we are here to talk about whether or not bodybuilding is a good investment. That's right. Is bodybuilding a good investment? But before we get into the meat and potatoes, we definitely want to say uh, thank you for all of those that are commenting, subscribing, and sharing. I'm seeing things. Uh, please continue to do so. Really appreciate all the support, both on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. Uh, we are reading all the comments. I'm going back and forth with a lot of the different, uh, just a bunch of different people on there. They have a lot of really good things to say, especially the last one we did. So again, thank you for all your support. Let's get down to the brass tacks. Whether or not bodybuilding is a good investment. So, you know, do you have a bunch of questions you had lined up? Go ahead and let me know once you let it rip, David. Okay, cool. Um, so for anybody that's never competed before, myself included, um, I was just curious how much it is to compete. Can you actually make real money competing? Um, I have some prices. I have some breakdowns from some stuff here. And I'm just going to run them past you. And then when you see how realistic these are, I, I mean, again, I got it from some random website. So... They okay, so let me let off. me get this clear. Let me get this yeah. clear. So for those that have never competed before, mm -hmm. whether or not it's a good investment and how much does it really cost to compete? Yeah, how much does it really cost? Okay, so go ahead. Let it rip. Let me know what you come up with, and then we'll try to do our best to be able to nail that down and see whether or not it's a good investment. Okay, so we'll just we'll go with the most popular division, men's physique. Okay. okay. A normal prep is around what, 12 to 16 weeks, something like that? Correct. If you're not too heavy, it's around 12 to 16 weeks. Correct. So if, if we're talking about a coach here, um, I have a price here, two to $3,000 for that 12 to 16 weeks. Is oh, wow. You went straight into the coach. I went straight <laughs> to coach. Two to three grand. Um, okay. All right. I don't know where you pulled this information, but two to three grand for a coach. Obviously, nowadays, the, the coaching prices because there's a lot of coaches out there, you can probably get the local gym rat to help you. That is um, your buddy. <laughs> when I say gym rat, it's usually the buddy that's helping you with, you know, right. with your workouts and spotting right. you and, mm -hmm. and help you out. So that is a number that is very flexible. If you want to go get somebody that has got some experience and is an online trainer or whatnot, you can definitely go out and spend that kind of money. Now, do I recommend that? I'll be honest with you. I always recommend bringing in a local coach. Two to three grand, if you're going to spend that kind of money, I would throw in a, some kind of package because I'm sure there are going to be, you're going to need help with your posing. There's going to be, if some if you can get a couple of sessions in during the week, I mean, you went straight for the jugular, man. Two to three Gs right off the bat. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just looking, if if you were serious, like you decided to compete, that's what you wanted to do. I mean, you'd probably invest that kind of money straight straight away, I would assume, if you knew that you had some potential. I could be wrong, but two to 3,000, I thought, okay. I mean, it seems a little steep, but it seems not too bad if you break that over 16 weeks. But I again, mean, yeah, that's that seems a little high um, from what I can tell out there. Again, men's physique coach. We're yeah. not talking about a pro here. This is like your first show. Right. I would definitely try to, I, I would say that's definitely on the high side. Okay. But if right. someone's going to be helping you and you're going to be throwing posing in there, if you're going to get 
someone to help you train maybe a couple times a week, right. um, then yeah, three grand would definitely not be out of the realm, especially if you're getting some one-on-one personal training with it. Uh, again, and not this isn't like every day. That's obviously going to cost a lot more money. But right. I'm talking about getting some gym sessions in there. That's why I always recommend the first show, finding somebody local, because that way somebody can help you with your form, somebody can help you with your posing. Um, but but I understand that that's, you know, you, you like to go straight to the top, Maybach, <laughs> Maybach music. <laughs> um, okay, so MPC fees. Now, I don't know how accurate this is. So you're probably the man to ask for this as well. Um, <laughs> registration fee, MPC card. So you need that to compete right away, right? So you can't just jump into a show. You need the actual MPC card. Am I correct with that? Correct. Okay. Correct. So what I have here is one hundred thirty-five dollars. I uh, believe could, that sounds about accurate. I haven't looked up on the on the MPC site that because that does change from time to time. Right. Um, but that card is good for only the calendar year. A lot of people keep asking me, "Hey, look, is it if I pick it up in February or March? Is it good till February or March of the following year?" No. The way the NPC uh, works is that it's good for the calendar year. So unless they changed anything, which uh, I'm not aware of, it's it's the calendar year. You have to keep renewing a pro card too, right? So say if you did win, that's another cost that you would associate with this list, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, we won't even get into how much that costs because it's just not... We're talking about first show here, so we'll just stay on track here. Uh, show entry, 50 to $200. Is that about right? Yes. I mean, depending on what part of the country you're in, mm-hmm. it definitely, that's that sounds about right. Uh, obviously, different promoters, different locations are going to have different expenses. Uh, so they're going to have slightly different fees. So on average, I would say about $100, $150. And then obviously, like you said, if you're going into a national level show or whatnot, it's going to be a lot more expensive. Right. But if we're talking about a first show, then I would say on average, probably about $100, give or take. Okay. Do you, when you talk about going to compete for your first show, would you, would you encourage someone to do a local one first so you could keep the travel expenses down, hotel fees, that type of thing? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So obviously now during COVID as well, the last thing you want to do is, is, is jump on a plane if you don't have to, but I would highly recommend doing that. You know, if you can, if it's within an area where it's driving and you don't have to even get a hotel then that saves you money too. Cause that could cost you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to get to the little granular details here soon, but let's just go to food real quick. I have food right here at a hundred, $150 a week. Is that Oof. on the low end or is that about, about it sound, right? it sounds to me like that might've been good maybe 23 years ago <laughs> <laughs> with inflation, man. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, steak, when you're talking about chicken, if you get the cheap stuff, it's three, four bucks a pound. Right. If you get the good stuff, it's 15, 20 bucks a pound. And you multiply that by, you know, five, six meals. No, it, it's definitely <laughs> more than that. I think if anything, that's <laughs> you're, you're high on the coach and you're low on the food. I'm taking a national average with the food costs. Maybe in Missouri, it might be a little less. Maybe if no, you're branch warning, a- maybe if you're branch warning, you're killing your own food. You can get it down to that, you know, just take a knife and go out into the woods. (laughs) So on realistically though. Okay. So if that's on the low end, we're talking about about $300. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, again, I, the numbers, I don't know where you got this information, but yeah, all all of that. All of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is already getting up there already. I mean, if we're just talking about the NPC, the coach 
and the food already. Right. That's already well over. We're getting close to 4,000. Right. Years. But this is saying you're like going Cadillac style, right? You're going top yeah. end. So you don't have to do that. You don't have to go with a coach right away. If you know somebody in your gym that's competed, especially if it's a workout partner or whatnot, I think the number one coach that people pick up their first time is a gym buddy. Yeah. Okay. You know, when I call them, you know, you're, you know, I used to be that gym rat. I used to have a buddy that used to come over and spot me and we would work out together. Um, one of the guys I used to work out with. I ended up coaching for his first show, Matt Allen, <laughs> who ended up who ended up uh, marrying um, as a IFBB pro and and Wendy Fortino, and uh, she's qualified for the Olympia and and whatnot. So it's funny because I got him ready for his first show only because I was getting ready for a show, and I needed a gym partner, and that's yeah. how we ended up doing it. So yeah, and yes, for those that didn't know, yes, I have competed in the past. <laughs> a long time ago in a land far, far away. Yeah, let's squash those rumors right now. He has competed for sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um supplements. Let's talk supplements for a second. Okay. Now, uh, let's just say I would okay, so maybe it's a hundred, maybe that's a hundred, hundred fifty dollars a month. What do you say to that? Or is that even, is that? Maybe low? that's for you because you work at Evagen and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the employee discount along with all the free Maybe, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm like, delusional. I'm yeah, delusional. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know these numbers. So, so the supplements that yeah. you would need, okay? I mean, you got to remember a pre workout alone, a good pre workout is going to cost you 40, 50 bucks, okay? Yeah. Your, a, a protein powder is going to run you, a good protein powder is going to cost 40, 50 bucks. You turn around and you start adding in the glutamine, the creatine, the any of those other things. That's another couple hundred dollars. By the time you add in, you know, the EAAs and anything else, especially if you're trying to really make sure you're maintaining a high level of recovery. So I would say you're talking about three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars a month for that, and that's just the basics. So if you want to really get crazy, then obviously you're an open bodybuilder and you know what I mean with that, you can start really racking up the points, cha-ching, 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 mm -hmm. you know? So it's one of those things where that, that can get pretty crazy. But if you are trying to be a competitor on a budget, you want to just have the basics. You need a really good pump, something that's going to help you with focus. At some point, maybe adding in a fat burner or thermogenic to help you with reduction of your appetite, help increase your core temperature, be able to get you motivated to get your ass on the cardio equipment so you do your cardio, that fasted cardio in the morning. That's going to help. Those things are all going to help. So at the end of the day, three to, 300 to 400 bucks. Three to 400 bucks, okay. Yep. So let's just get, let's go right to show day. So this is where we're getting granular here. Tanning. Do you, should someone do their own tanning or do you think you should do it at the show? Cause I'm have, I have a hundred dollars here and again, okay, so, so I was lucky enough to have Matt <laughs> tan me. He'll, he'll tell you some good stories. <laughs> we got some really good stories. We should bring him on here when I was competing and he was tanning me and, uh, my, the girl I was dating at the time said, Oh, I think you're plenty dark. And she'd never been to a bodybuilding show in her life. And Matt said, I said, Matt, do you, am I dark enough? And he's like, no, and we're out of protan. So we yeah. had to call the local Max Muscle. This is down in Venice. And um, they, he had a call, and he said, yeah, they have a bottle here, but they're closing in 45 minutes, so we got to go now. And the girl I was dating is like, I think you're plenty dark. And 
it was like, oh, your opinion really doesn't mean much in this room right now. I need to go back. I need to go get another bottle. So Matt and I jumped in the car and went and picked up another bottle and got dark enough. So luckily now there's actually tanning companies that don't, I don't, you don't have to stress about that. You don't have to stress about somebody tanning you. So personally, I think it's totally worth the hundred dollars or whatever they're charging so that you're stress free because they'll do your base coat. Then usually they'll do at least one touch up. Um, and then also help you with your oil or glaze backstage. So I definitely think it's worth the investment of the hundred dollars or right, you know, again, I'm sure that there's, it's a little cheaper in some parts of the country, a little more expensive in other parts of the country, but I absolutely recommend it because I think Matt is really busy nowadays because I think he's coaching people. So he's not available to do that. Like he did 20 years ago for me. Don't hit up Matt. Yeah. Don't hit up yeah. Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> and if you do swipe up 10% off, swipe up. <laughs> Uh, do you recommend getting an event, f uh, someone to, f uh, photograph you for your first show? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. These are, these are the things where I do, cause I did like, I would always, you know, if I had family member in the audience, they would take pictures and whatnot. But if there was a, a professional photographer or there's a videographer there that you could turn around and be able to do that, I think it's well worth the money. Again, that's, that's my personal opinion. Now, if you don't want to do that, after your first show, maybe second show, third show, it doesn't really matter as much for you, then not so much. But for the first one, because lots of times people do one and they're done, they might not come back and do it again. But for it's a it's a great memory and it's a great way of being able to go back and relive those moments. So let me ask you, just before I get into the the what you can get out of it, is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it? The investment portion of it. Well, if you're thinking, like I get these questions a lot on Instagram, I think I can turn pro or I can win a show and make a lot of money. Is this going to be, is this going to be a moneymaker for you directly? No, you're not going to go out of your way and make a bunch of money because number one, it's an amateur show. You're going to win a, a trophy, but what it gives you and the fundamentals of what you're going to be able to learn from it is going to pay back in spades. And what I mean by that is the discipline. So the, the discipline that you, to go through and become a bodybuilder and actually compete and understand that you have to go through this process of getting up in the morning and whether you have a job or you have kids or whatever you have, and you're basically having to push everything aside and say, I got to get this done no matter what. I can't make excuses up because when you're up on stage, no one gives a shit about those excuses. That's what's making you get out of bed and do your cardio, eat your chicken breast, you know, have the rice, make sure that you're training, you're doing your cardio, sometimes even having to do a second session of cardio. And that is, it, it pays you back in spades because what it does is it teaches you discipline. That lesson alone is worth 10 times more what, than whatever you're going to spend. And on top of that, if you turn around and you are a personal trainer and you want to utilize that to possibly bring on athletes and become a coach and do all this stuff, it, it, you have to have experience because if you don't, even at the, you know, amateur level, like I did, you know, I did those things. I did two hours of cardio with no carbs just to see what it would do. I sat in and I trained twice a day. I did all of that stuff. So I know what the body's capable of doing. 
So now, do I know it at the Olympia level? No, because I didn't have the genetics. I knew I didn't have the genetics to do it at that level. But at the end of the day, I did know a lot of the basics, especially the, the, the foundation for nutrition and supplementation to the point where I wanted to study supplements and how to design them and make them. And that's one of the reasons why I started Evigen, because I knew that they make a difference and they make a difference much better even now with the technology and the quality of uh, products you can create now than you could 25 years ago. Do so, you think that your first show that you did, I mean, kind of set you up for success in a way because it taught you those things, that discipline, that you know, the hard work, the work ethic that goes into, you know, creating a physique that's worthy of a stage. You think that Absolutely. helped you personally? Yeah. 100% because I was a trainer at 24 hour fitness when I did, I was a teen when I did my first show, I was a teenager and it taught me how to be disciplined and how to focus and just be relentless and be able to get through at a young age, I was going to school full-time in college. I just graduated high school. I was working full-time and I turned around and I was doing a side business of doing nutritional consulting on top of the personal training while I was going to school full-time. So I was, I was hustling my ass off. And the only reason I was able to do that is because I would get up in the morning at 4.35 AM, I would hit my cardio up and then I had it up here to be able to execute. And again, this was with no coach. This was with just a lot of being self-taught, reading books, and everything from Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding to reading articles in Flex Magazine to and everything in between. Uh, so I, I really learned a lot from that. And then from people in the gym that were competing, I would pick their brains and, and say, hey, look, you know, this is what I was planning on doing. And then they would say, hey, look, I've done four shows. You might want to think about this carb rotation, or you might want to think about this, or your carb rotation sounds good, but maybe you might want to drop the carbs a little bit more if your body's not changing it. And this is as a teenager. So you're picking and choosing pieces of information, trying them out on yourself, and then also on my clients. So therefore, I learned more. And that's what made me successful as well. But that all started with competing. So that's why I think it is worth it. Now, if you think you're going to get a check at the end of the day, or you're going to go sell that trophy on eBay. No, that ain't going to, that's not going to, that's not going to happen, but is it going to give you skills on how to succeed and execute 100%. So if someone was on the fence, even if someone's not even on the fence, but enjoys, cut, you know, lifting weights and, and living the lifestyle, would you suggest them competing because the carryover is so strong to other areas of their life? Yeah, 100%. Because what you want to do is you want to become a better version of you. And what you're trying to do is you can't just jump into buds or Navy SEALs training. You can't say, Hey, look, I'm going to go do that. Now you can turn around and say, Hey, what is this compared to? And I've done seminars in the past. And I said, this is compared to a person that wants to go to a Tony Robbins seminar and wants to pretend to do something because you know, they don't execute. Those people are just habitually like going to the seminar, <laughs> spending thousands of dollars and they feel good about doing the seminar. So they go spend the money. It's easy to watch. And, it's hard to execute. Exactly. This is forcing you to execute, okay? Instead of watching the Navy SEALs training system on Netflix, then actually go do it. This is what that is. This is going to force you into becoming more disciplined and forcing you on, and basically teaching you how to execute. So, and how to execute a game plan, and, because you're going to be up in there in, you know, less than your underwear. 
And you want to be able to, unless you're doing men's physique, <laughs> but, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, bodybuilding is so awesome because it gives you back what you put in. You're going to get exactly what you deserve in bodybuilding. There's no two ways about it. You can't cheat it. You can't go around it. You're going to get exactly what you deserve. That's and right. that's through hard work. And there's no other, there's no other, you can't, there's no cheat code for that. Unfortunately. No, no. And in everything else in this world, there is right. Yeah. So even if you want, again, Tony Robbins, you can go spend three grand, five grand, whatever those, those seminars cost, go walk on fire, do everything else. But you're going to, you know, most of those people go right back doing what they were doing before that. They just filled a void that they felt that they could fill with their wallet and didn't do the hard work. This will actually make you do the hard work so that you go out there and it just trains you on how to kick ass mm -hmm. because you are going to be able to execute. And that's the bottom line. Last thing. So let's just say someone what does win this show. They win their show. They decide that this is what they want to do. What are some tips for having a successful career in bodybuilding? Then the investment starts that's when you really want to start investing into making sure you say, hey, what are the things that you could have done better? If I would have been able to eat more meals, I ate four meals, but if I was able to eat five or six solid meals because I want to spend the money, I want to take the time, I want to be able to be better prepared. Believe it or not, a lot of people who do really, really well in the sport are the ones that are genetically gifted who maybe could eat only three or four times a day and then do a very little cardio. We talked about Dexter Jackson, mm -hmm. someone who like that, who's very, very blessed, who was able to get pretty far without having to do all that extra work that other people might've had to do and cross their T's and dot their I's when it came to the cardio or the training. So it, you have to turn around and reassess how you're gonna be better because it, you've got the bug, whether you're first or whether you're third or fourth, you have to decide, write everything down, plan everything, whatever you've planned out, see where you could have executed better. And then also, if someone is helping you, you guys can go over that game plan and see where are the things where you could have been able to execute a little bit better. Like, hey, did you miss your cardio? Did you miss meals? Was the training maybe not as intense because you had other things going on and, and you were just kind of only training really kind of half-ass and you didn't have that spot so you weren't really pushing yourself? Figure out where those little gaps were and be able to really fill those gaps so you can really excel on the next prep. Those are the things. So, and then if, obviously when it comes to supplements and all those other things, all those things are going to be able to, you have to decide, hey, if I want to go into this and be able to really want to become a pro or do I want to stay natural and, and do this as a natural athlete? Those are all decisions that you have to make at some point in time. But the bottom line is, I wouldn't make those decisions until you do your first show. And then at that point, then you can make those decisions. Do you think people make, uh, choose to compete for the wrong reasons? Like I want to go do a show so I can get a, a sponsorship from a supplement company. I think there are some people out there and I think that they're completely delusional. I think they're completely delusional because people you'll, if you think you're going to go compete and just get a sponsorship from a supplement company, you're better off working on your own social media, getting good content out there, and you're going to get picked up by a supplement company because of your content before your contest. It's just how it works. There's a lot of people who do really, really well with their competitions, but they don't have sponsors or their sponsors are lackluster because they don't do a good job executing on the content. So if you're looking to actually get a sponsorship, then you really need to execute on the content. 
make sure that you're putting out content and make it sticky so that people want to listen and they want to follow you. Yeah, because I mean, if you're doing it for just a sponsorship, that's going to show itself eventually in that prep. When that thing starts to get really, really hard, you're like, eh, maybe it's just not worth it for you so or for me. So it's definitely, t it behooves you to make sure that you're in it for the right reasons. Yeah, but that's like a kid saying, hey, I'm going to go do Pop Warner football so I can make it in the NFL. <laughs> like, it's going to take a long time before you get to that point where you even have that choice, brother. You're going to have to get through Pop Warner. You're going to have to play uh, high school. Then you're going to have to go play college ball. And then hopefully, if you're good enough, you might end up in the draft. But there's a guy named Tom Brady that's coming up. <laughs> uh, last time I checked, the guy was like... 199th or something on like that on the draft and the guy's considered the greatest of all time right now and he's been in you know in the last two decades he's been in half of the super bowls and they said that yeah he was like a lackluster third tier quarterback when he was coming out of college and now i mean the guy is just an absolute beast so you just never know what's going to happen with that but you got to hit those short-term goals you can't just say i'm going to go straight into the nba from high school unless you've already that really that good, but, but in bodybuilding, it's one of those things where you have to take your time and put your sets and your reps in. Yeah. It's interesting to me because people do that. They, they know the steps it takes to get to those sports, but with bodybuilding, it seems like we see the messages. I'm going to be Mr. Olympia. And it's like, they skip all the extra work. And I think that takes away from the journey of competing because I think every prep and every show should be memorable and not just with, I want to be Mr. Olympia one day. Cause that might not be realistic for most people or some people. Yeah. I think that that's, there's, there's sometimes delusions of grandeur and that's part of that. And you got to make sure that you're grounded because at the end of the day, you're just trying to go in there and fight for a trophy that day. That day. Yep. Gems have been dropped here. My prices are obviously outrageous, <laughs> but thank you as always for setting the record straight, giving us the truth. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I'm looking at through the list and it's just, it's uh, the biggest thing it says here is Tony Robbins seminar versus contest prep. Which one yep. would you choose? 100 out of a hundred times contest prep over Tony Robbins seminar. If you guys are thinking about going out in there and doing it, and nothing against Tony Robbins, I'm not telling you, uh, I'm not bashing Tony Robbins. What I'm saying is if you are into bodybuilding, you will get so much more out of this. And then once you've mastered this, then go do the seminar, especially if you got the, the extra money. Yeah. Do the work. That's right. It'll pay off. That's right. Yep. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Great always. episode. Yep. <laughs> I'm Hani Rambod. And I got my co-host Dave, and that's the truth.